Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Lisa Kay in the KTOE studio again. Now we have got Anne joining us once again, Minnesota Valley Action Council. How are you? I am well. How are you? Excellent. Are you uh, doing okay with the transition to summer? I feel like we went from winter last time I saw you just directly to Directly. There was no spring. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm loving it. I hope it stays. <laughs> well, the last time I talked to you, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, your planning um, and and planning for the, the second lip sync battle. And is that going well? Oh, it's going great. We are looking for a photographer if anybody wants to volunteer. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, some good volunteer hours there. Yeah, if anybody would like to volunteer to be the photographer that night, just give me a call um, at 345-0459. All right. That's fun. And to get involved with something like that, a good fundraiser for Minnesota Valley Action Council. For listeners that are just uh, with us and don't remember um, Anne from previous conversations, they are all available on KTOE.com on the podcast page. Uh, Explain a little bit about what MVAC does. Minnesota Valley Action Council is the community action agency that serves the nine counties in our central, south central Minnesota and we offer all kinds of programs. That's why I bring somebody new mm-hmm. on every every month because we just do so much. It's hard to explain it in like 30 seconds. Right. But we do offer opportunities for communities and for people to become self-sufficient. Right. And so really, if anybody is looking for uh, a great resource, the website is the place to go. I figured that you can find all the spokes to the wheel on the website. Yes. It's vast. Yes. Right. And I know that you have a community services department that is um, looking for the, they've got their own needs. Yes, Let's talk about com- that. Our community services department offers uh, employment and education opportunities for youth and for seniors. And so if there's anybody out there that wants to go back to college, that's 18 to, I believe, like 24, 26. OK. Um, and they can call them and see if they fit that program or if you're a senior and you need to get back out into the workforce. Give us a call. We'll um, gladly look at seeing if we can place you in some type of employment. Perfect. Well, I know today we're going to be talking about um, kind of the other end of the spectrum as far as real young kids in our area, right? Yes, we're a whole family. I mean, we don't just serve an individual. We look at the whole family and see how we can make that whole family thrive. So we're going to start at the very beginning with Head Start. And I've got Katie Richmeyer here to talk about Head Start. All right, Katie, the last time I talked to you, we were on the phone. Yes, we did talk on the phone a few years ago when everybody was at home. (laughs) And that was our only choice. Good to see your shining face here in the studio. I'm glad. Now, you've been with Head Start, the Head Start program, how long? Um, This time, I have been with Head Start for about 11 years. This time. Um, I took some time off in the middle there when my kids were real little. Mm -hmm. um, But I had worked for Head Start for about nine years before that. So if you put all those together, it's like a cumulative 20 um, with this agency. Um, I did a few summers with the Migrant Head Start program as well. Okay. Um, And when I was just one of the wee little folks, I actually attended Head Start. Um, as a three and four year old, I remember so, you telling me yeah. that. That's why you kind of you got involved and kind of feel drawn to it. Yeah, it just I still have my Sesame Street books that I got for my preschool graduation. <gasps> I I have them on my shelf with all the books I've collected for my children. Oh. So just a real significant piece of who I am. I think I did not realize at first, well before before knowing you and before knowing Anne, that Head Start was a part of Minnesota Valley Action Council. How does that play in? It's just another spoke in the wheel, or uh, yeah, I would say so. A lot of people I. I that I meet um, also don't 
automatically make that connection. Right. Um, I think it's because Head Start is a very big program mm-hmm. um, and is kind of known throughout the country um, as Head Start by itself. But Head Start is pretty much always attached to another agency. Um, and so Minnesota Valley Action Council is the agency that administers um, the grant funding that runs the Head Start program. So everyone who works for Head Start in our agency is an employee of the agency who works in the child development services department, otherwise known as Head Start. Sure. It's like an umbrella, the Minnesota yeah. Valley Action Council umbrella. And yep. didn't you say, Anne, did you tell me that this was like the first Head Start? Yep. We were the first Head Start in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And Way you, back in 1965, 66. Wow, mid-60s? Yeah. Mid-60s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, explain then a little bit, Katie, about what what exactly Head Start is. I know a lot of people are like, okay, great, it's like a daycare or it's preschool or a combination right. of the two, but it's more than that. Right. So Head Start is a child development program. Um, it's a, a preschool and a, a kindergarten readiness program. Um, we serve actually um, prenatal women. So from the time women are first pregnant, they can be enrolled in our program um, all the way until they go to kindergarten. Um, our, our age cutoff is four years old on September 1st is the oldest you can be. So okay. anyone who's not age eligible um, to go to kindergarten is age eligible for our program. Um and so that's for the, the education piece. You know, that's the child requirement. Right. Um, what Head Start does goes a lot um, farther than just getting you ready to attend kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we start with making sure your your infant and your toddler are hitting all those developmental milestones right when they should be and that that progression is happening um, and educating parents or supporting parents to make sure that they're comfortable um, and they're confident so that they can be the best parents they can be um, because Head Start really focuses on on partnering with families. Um, we don't want to come in and take over your life and like tell you what to do. Um, we want to come in and, and meet with you and become a partner with you um, to support you to be your child's first teacher and to really support your child um, throughout their development and to kind of build that really strong base um, for their whole their whole future. I don't know of any other program that will take like a woman when she's pregnant and hold your hand. Not all of us have those, um, you know, family members or mentors or anything that we can turn to. Um, in those cases. And so there are a lot of people that end up like, I'm not quite sure what to do. And people think, oh, this should be natural. This should, like this is a, it should be a natural thing for you. Right. But it's not yeah. always the case. That's true. Um, and I have been um, a classroom teacher and I have been a home visitor and now I'm a family advocate. So I've kind of done a lot of the different jobs available in Head Start over the years that I've worked um, for the program. Um, and I have met a lot of people who don't have a support system. Right. Um, and who Years later, I've run into and they said, you didn't know this, but you were the only person who regularly showed up no matter what mm. and answered my questions and just supported me um, and oh. was was there for me. Um, and I didn't. I mean, I was I was doing my job. I like people. It's what I feel a calling to do. So um, I didn't maybe realize how much of an impact they had on people. But right. I've had a couple of people over the years come back to me um, and just say this program was amazing for me because like. Seriously, you showed up every week, even if maybe we didn't see eye to eye on something the week before. We'll just show up the next week anyway um, and continue to support you um, and talk through your questions and talk through not just about child development even, but um, just life in general. So Mm -hmm. that's another piece of Head Start that's a little bit different than a lot of the other like preschool programs or daycare programs in that um, 
we were really there for the whole family. Um, so when Anne had mentioned before that the agency is really a whole family agency, we have programs for prenatal women up to senior citizens. We mm-hmm. really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and for our Head Start families, um, we really look at more than just what people think of as education um, or childcare. We we say to the family, okay. We have you in a program where your education is covered and we're confident in that. What else do you need to feel secure and safe and able to support your family? Um, so maybe it's connecting them to one of our other departments. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I've had conversations with both Anne and some other people over the years like, hey, I have a family who's interested in um, going back to school as a young adult. Right. How, you know, who can I connect them with? And so I've referred them within our own agency to some of those community young services and community right. services Absolutely. programs. <laughs> um, just this past school year, actually, I think I referred um, three people that direction who, as I learn more about, even after all these years, I learn more about the agency and all the things that we do. Mm-hmm. I'm finding more people that I can like um, self-refer and like support within the agency, Sure, which also allows me to kind of um, be that person that connects them to someone I know. So then it's not a stranger handoff. It's a, hey, this is my coworker and yeah. I know them. And this is the family I work with and I know them. And so now let me put you guys together so we can broaden that base of support for the family. And it sounds like from the people that Anne has brought me here on Talk of the Town that a lot of you there, I mean, you've been there for a while. <laughs> a lot of you have Once been it gets in your blood, you yeah. kind of stay. And that's why we usually have these conversations yeah. about your why. And, yeah. and, you, and you said you used to work for the agency, then you left to raise kids, and then yep. you came back. I did. But there's a why there. There's a reason yeah. that, that Katie is doing this. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And I, I did actually, I did home daycare for a little bit during that time when my, my youngest was a, a newborn because um, it made the most sense for our family at sure. that time. Um, and then once he was a little a little older, kindergarten age, I, I did try something else for a while more like in the business sector. Um, and it was OK for a while, um, but I only lasted about three years. And then I'm like, this is just not what I was meant to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened that there was a, a temporary opening in a Head Start classroom Um and I, you know, called and said, hey, I'd really like to come back if you have anything and kind of a foot in the door. And, you know, that's how I ended up as a home visitor, which was not something I ever thought I would want to do. Um, but that was what was available. And I'm like, OK, it's my it's my way back in. And I really want to work with this program. Right. And it turns out I liked that job a lot. And I did that for 10 years. Wow. So um, and now just for like. My personal life, the the family advocate piece is a little bit better fit for my life, um, which still allows me to work with the parents. Um, I see the kids in the classroom when they when they are there, and I get to work with the parents in the home and in the office when they when they need support too. So, kind of the best of everything. We've got our friends from Minnesota Valley Action Council, Anne and Katie. Anne, Katie, with the Head Start program. Can you tell me a little bit about? Um, you've mentioned a couple of different things. You've said mm-hmm. home visitor, and you've said in the classroom. Is that all a part of Head Start? The home visits as well. Yes. Is that does that start when when the mom is pregnant or? So our home visiting program um, is available for for prenatal women, okay, um, and children up to kindergarten age, so up to age five, um, for everyone. So if you start in a home base and you really like it, you can stay there. Some of our our counties and our areas that we serve only have a home base available just because of the populations and the facilities. Um, Some of our locations have center-based programs. Um, Those are typically for preschool-age children. So um, preschool classrooms for children ages three to five, um, three or four on the 1st of September. Um, 
that are not old enough to go to kindergarten mm-hmm. are eligible for Head Start. Um, and actually, even those kids that turn three during the school year can start during, like in January or December, if they turn three, they can be be floated into a classroom placement okay. as well. Um, for classrooms, we have either a half day program, which is generally about three and a half hours. Okay. Um, and for our full day programs, we have a six and a half hour day. Um, it just kind of depends on the locations we have available, the need that we we have in those communities. We, we try to meet the needs of the communities that we're in um, and provide the best service based on what we what feedback we get um, from that community by, you know, the families looking for services and how we can provide to them. Um, all nine counties that we serve have programs for children zero to three um, as a home base only option. Okay. So where a home visitor would come out to your home once a week. Um, for 60 to 90 minutes. Right. And what happens um, during those visits, those home visits? All sorts of fun stuff. Um, <laughs> so I was a home visitor, I said, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what that is, is is we come out into your home. Um, we talk to the parents ahead of time. We kind of arrange a schedule that works for the home visitor and for the family. Um, you know, some parents are working. Some parents are not working. Some parents are going to school. So we just kind of fit what fits your life schedule. Um, and we'll just come out to your house and we'll meet for 60 to 90 minutes. Um, we, we try to hit that 90 mark, um, but we also play off of you and your kids and how that's working. Right. Um, I've been at homes up to two hours when we were having a great time. We made birdhouses once from recycled materials um, and it took oh. a long time, but we were having a great time and right. I had time and they had time. So we just went with it. Um, I've been at places where a toddler fell asleep after 35 minutes. And so we rounded out, you know, an hour sure. with parent time. Um, but we do have a parent curriculum. Um, it's called Growing Great Kids. And so we... Um, it just kind of goes through supporting the parents. So we try to balance out the bulk of our time um, with parent and child activities. So the week before, typically, I would talk to you and say, hey, you know, these are some things we can choose from. What would you really like to do next week? Or what questions do you have? Or is there something you've seen that you'd really like to try a homemade toy? Um, and so we get the parents input and see what they want to really work on or what their where their mm-hmm. interest lies. Um, and then we would prepare and bring the materials or let them know, hey, save a milk jug and an old sock or something. Right. Um, and then we come back the next week and we do those things together. Um, and so there's always a balance of activities that are going to support the child's development, whether it's getting ready for preschool and just hitting those basic milestones of those first couple years, or whether it's kindergarten readiness and you're really trying to get them ready to head off to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other part of that is making sure the parents are feeling confident and that their needs are met. So it's really a mix. Um, and I have found as a home visitor, it really is different every day and every house I go to. Oh, sure. Because um, it really caters specifically to each each family and right. where they're at and what their needs are. The variety of people that you run across. Yeah. And then moving from that into uh, the um, like the preschool mm-hmm. situation with Head Start, yep. I'm sure that there have been times over your tenure that you have been instrumental in uh, noticing, helping with some maybe people not meeting milestones and how, right. you know, assigning our, I guess, maybe getting them other resources that would help Correct. in the future? Um, so as part of our program, um, in addition to just those general education milestones, um, we also 
make sure that families are getting regular health care. We help them get, mm. help them get connected to medical care. We really encourage them to establish with a primary doctor who's going to really develop that medical relationship with them. Um, we really um, focus on getting kids connected to dental services. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're getting that dental care, um, nutrition, um, kind of health and wellness in addition to like cognitive learning. Um, and part of all of those things is that for every child, really from from just a few weeks old, we have developmental screenings that we do. Okay. Um, and so for the younger kids, it's very similar to what you do in your doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just questions about what have you seen? What have you noticed? So we can kind of work on those things. Um, and if it's an area where we're like, well, they're not really doing that yet, then we'll know, okay, well, we can do some things together to encourage that. Um, this is a little sidetrack, but once I did a home visit with a, a first-time mom who had an almost six-month-old child who never rolled over because she was never on the floor. Right. Because when she laid her on her tummy, she cried. Mm-hmm. And so we spent the whole time, the first time, like, but it's really important. I'm like, a lot of learning happens with this cross-body motion. So this is what it looks like. And we put her on the floor, and then she cried, and then I helped her roll over, and then she stopped, and then we put her back. Um, and we just kind of practiced that. Um, and when I came back a week later, that little girl was rolling all by herself, front right, and back, right. just because her mom had the confidence that it was okay if she cried for just a few minutes and how to soothe her and then do it again. Um, and it was huge for me because – she just needed someone to tell her it was okay and like right. to kind of model that for right. her. Um, so some things like that. Once kids get more to that preschool age, um, in a lot of communities, we partner with um, our local school districts. Okay. Um, I work primarily in the greater Mankato area. And so we partner every year with our local school district and we um, kind of collaborate with them to do that early childhood screening that's required for kindergarten because it meets both of our objectives. <laughs> that's the one where my kid didn't catch the beanbag, right? Yes, and I'm like, probably. he's not going to Harvard. That's it. That's probably you know? the one. <laughs> um, and so then we can identify if there are some concern areas so we know what to watch. Right. And if there really are some concerning areas, we can refer them to a program called Help Me Grow, which is throughout the state of Minnesota. Um, and it connects families to their local school districts to get that early intervention that they might need. Sure. Um, and all of our classrooms work really really well with their local school districts to collaborate and get those services to families. Um, Oftentimes they can be provided in a Head Start classroom. Um, And then, you know, we can incorporate that into our planning and and strategies as well. So it sounds like not just a whole family, a whole person, but whole body, whole body as well, really. We have a real cute little picture we show to parents when we have our our very first, it's almost like a parent-teacher conference. We call them transition visits where we kind of show them um, we are about the whole child. So not just about what you're learning for kindergarten, but everything about your health, your wellness from head to toe, inside and out, um, but also your whole family kind of in the same way. So um, we just like to dive right in the deep end and just like (laughs) everything around us, um, you know doing what we can to support families. So So if somebody is listening and Mm -hmm. wants to know more now, maybe they know somebody or have somebody or they themselves uh, might think this is something that would be uh, beneficial for me. How do we find out more? Do we have to qualify for programs like this? Just a couple minutes left. Um, What's the best kind of roundabout way to get in touch with you and ask all those questions? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so if, you, if you're if you in a community and you know where your local MVAC office is, you can certainly go there and get connected right at your community level to someone who can help you with that. Um, we are kind of in the summer now, so our Head Start programs are um, kind of on, on layoff or on summer that's break. That's why she's for a here, Anne, right? A little um, break. <laughs> I work... 
all year usually. Oh, I've okay. been I've been kind of picking up some summer hours the last few summers just to help with recruitment and spread the word about Head Start. Sure. Um, so during the summer months, it's often easiest just to go to our website, like you had talked about the website earlier in the segment, um, www.mnvac.org. You'll go to the tab that's um, pregnant women. It's confusing. <laughs> well, pregnant women and something else, Children. but that's where you want to go. Um, you'll see a picture with like a kid and a mom. I'll put um, the link on the Facebook. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and everything you can, you can apply right online there okay. and that will kick out to um, one of our local folks and, or in the summer it, it kicks into our, our main administrative office and then someone will contact you to finish it up. And so right now you're looking for students. We are, we are taking, accepting applications and intakes for all of our programs for all ages. Um, we have accepted some students for the fall already, but we do have room for more in pretty much every area. Um, and then we, we're we a little bit different because we don't do first come, first serve kind of enrollments. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a priority system. So if you're a family who has a, a greater need, but you apply last, um, you probably will still be on the top okay. of the list to get okay. in. So we really try to, to connect with those families that need our support the most first. Um, but we serve 500 and... Like 576 children wow. in the, it, it changes every year. It's a little bit different, but uh, upwards of 550 children um, in the nine counties in this general area of the state. So a lot of a lot of kids and families we connect with each year. Once again, we learn so much, Anne. We do. And I just want to say if there's any adults out there that were a Head Start child, mm-hmm. I'm trying to put together a little thing of, you know, what Head Start did to me. Oh. So if you could reach out. To me at three four five zero four five nine or Ann A N N at M N V A C dot org. Uh, I want to do some awareness on some adults who were right. Head Start kids. Be a part of something special. Minnesota yeah. Valley Action Council, Ann and Katie with the Head Start program. Thank you so much for coming in and talking today. We look forward. Thanks to, for having us. Yeah, I look forward yeah, to seeing thanks. you next time. Thank you.